Welcome to today's edition of the Bible Class with our teacher, Dr. Kenneth C. Hill. You may send your questions by email through our website at whcbradio.org. That's whcbradio.org. Or through the mail at the Bible Class, WHCB, Post Office Box 2061, Bristol, Tennessee, 37621. And now, here is Dr. Hill with today's lesson. Welcome to the Bible Class. We're interrupting our regular sessions of study for a special study that coincides with the new year. We have a new year that is with us and a new opportunity. One commentator said 365 new and unused days is provided for each of us. It's called a year. The question is, how will we use them? Are we going to be different a year from now, at the end of this year, which is new now and will be old in just 365 days? And so we've decided to just pause from our regular sessions and take a look at least at some of the uses of the word new that we find in the Bible. There are a number of them. We may not get through them all uh, through uh, this session, but whatever we happen upon, that's what we're going to study today. We know that in Lamentations chapter 3, verses 22 and 23, we have the statement that God's compassions don't fail because his, his mercies are new and his compassions are new every morning. I want to uh, go to Lamentations chapter 3, begin at verse 18. This is after Jeremiah had been saying that basically everything was, was bad. There was a terrible time, and he was having a hard time. And verse 18 is recorded in this fashion, And I said, My strength and my hope is perished from the Lord remembering mine affliction and my misery, the wormwood and the gall. My soul hath them still in remembrance and is humbled in me. This I recall to my mind, therefore have I hope. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed, because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, saith my soul. Therefore will I hope in him. The Lord is good unto them that wait for him, to the soul that seeketh him. It is good that a man should both hope and quietly wait for the salvation of the Lord. And so when we see the word new in this situation, it is of the Lord's mercies that we're not consumed. 
because his, that is the Lord's compassions, fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. And so we see that the mercy of the Lord is in action, and the compassions of the Lord are in action, and they are new every morning. And the faithfulness of Almighty God is beyond our understanding. The psalmist had this to say about God's compassion. He said, You, O Lord, are a God full of compassion and gracious, long-suffering and abundant in mercy and truth. Psalm 86, 15. So when we realize that God's compassions are new every morning, and that his mercy is endless and new every morning, every day, then we can be excited, enthused, about the newness of God's goodness to us. It is new every day. And so as we start out any morning, and every morning, we should be aware of the newness of God's very compassion to us. Well, something else that's new is God's covenant. And it is a new commandment and a new covenant and a new creation. Let's go to Matthew chapter 26 and verse 28. And Christ was giving the the cup. He took the cup. He gave thanks. He gave it to them. He told them to drink it. In fact, he told them to drink all of it. And this is the verse 28 then. For this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. This is my blood of the New Testament, the New Covenant, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. When we see the word testament and we see the word covenant, they're uh, equally usable in that one location. The truth is that the New Covenant is the one that we are under now. This is because of the blood of Jesus Christ. Now we know according to Hebrews 9.22 that everything is purged with the blood and without the shedding of blood there is no remission for sin. In fact, I want to go to Hebrews chapter 9 and just take a look there for a moment or two. As we're talking of these new things, we know that Christ's blood is of the New Testament or the New Covenant, shed for the remission of sins. And then there in verse 22 of Hebrews 9, And almost all things are by the law purged with blood, and without shedding of blood is no 
remission. And so we understand the necessity of the blood of Jesus Christ and his new covenant. So if there's a a new compassion, a new covenant, now there's a new commandment. And this is found in John chapter 13, verse 34. And if you can get there fast enough, we'll get there together. John 13, 34. And it reads as thus, A new commandment I give unto you, that ye love one another as I have loved you, that ye also love one another. By this shall all men know that ye are my disciples, if ye have love one to another. So this new commandment is given by Jesus Christ directly to us. The commandment is that we love one another, even as Christ himself has loved us. And with this new commandment, we can go from the Gospel of John to the Epistle of John in 1 John, and we can see what the Apostle John writes there in 1 John 4, 7, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and every one that loveth is born of God, and knoweth God. He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. And so we see the new compassion, the new covenant, and the new commandment that we should love one another as Christ loves us. Now that commandment is still new and still new to many of us because we have not taken time to read it, to understand it, and to apply it to our lives. This new commandment of love. And so let's show that love. They'll know we are Christians by our love. They'll know that we are brothers and sisters in the fact, or because of the fact, of this new commandment being active in us. Now we also know that uh, not only is there a new compassion, new co- a new covenant, a new commandment, uh, and uh, we know of the fact that there's a new creation. And this is something that I think we often overlook as believers. And we must not because it creates an emptiness in us and it creates a um, lack of understanding that we shouldn't be without because God has provided it so freely to us. For example, let's look in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Therefore, if any man is in Christ any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. 
Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. If anybody is in Christ, man, woman, boy, girl, he or she is a new creation. We have become a new creation in Christ. We're not what we were. Praise the Lord. We're told that the old things have passed away. They're gone. They're not to be brought back. When they're passed away, they're gone for good. And then behold, all things have become new. So not only the old things pass away, but the things that we have are all new things. Then if we uh, go back to the fourth chapter of Second Corinthians, and we look there at verse 16, we read this, For which cause we faint not, but though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. Another commentary says we do not lose hearts. Even though the outward man is perishing, the inward man is being renewed every day. So we don't faint. We don't lose heart. We don't crumble and fall. Even though the outward man is dying, even though the outward man is perishing, the inward man is renewed every day. And so we are God's new creation, his new creature in Christ Jesus. Now, thus far, we've had a number of C's, God's compassions, God's covenant, or uh, his testament, God's commandment, God's creation. And now we look at God's new man. And it's put that way in Scripture, and uh, I want to go to the book of Colossians and go to chapter 3. You remember that the book of Colossians teaches us about our completeness in Christ, that we have nothing, we are lacking nothing, because we are in Christ Jesus. And so we look at Colossians 3, and we see at verse 10... Uh, this speaks after we see that we shouldn't be telling untruths. We've put off the old man with his deeds. Verse 10 then says, And have put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge, after the image of him that created him. Now listen to this. Where there is neither Greek nor Jew, circumcision nor uncircumcision, barbarian, Scythian, bond nor free, but Christ is all and in all. Put on, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved bowels of mercies, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. And above all these things put on charity, which is the bond of perfectness. So we see here that we are 
a new man. We're renewed in the knowledge of the one who has created us. That is, in the knowledge of Christ Jesus, our Lord. And so we become God's new man, God's new woman. In Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 22, it says that you put off concerning the former conversation or lifestyle, the old man, which is corrupt according to deceitful lusts. And be renewed in the spirit of your mind, that ye, may, that ye put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. And so we are to be God's new man. We're a new creation now. It goes more specifically, we're God's new man. We also have uh, in Scripture the new heaven and the new earth. These are promised to us. And Second Peter is the book to look for and to look in and to see what Peter is writing uh, to the churches about. In Second Peter chapter 3, and uh, you read the uh, verse um, 13. 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 13, Nevertheless, we according to his promise look for new heavens and a new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness. This is yet to come, and it's promised to us. And we know that we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, if we want to go back to 2 Corinthians very quickly, in 2 Corinthians and chapter 5, uh, back in chapter 5 again, in verse 21, we see, For he hath made us to be, uh, he hath made him, that is Christ, to be sin for us, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him, that is in Christ. Notice that verse 20 says that we're ambassadors for Christ. Now, we are ambassadors for Christ, and we are to be doing his work on this old earth until the new heaven and new earth, as promised, are given to us. I want to end our session today with the new song that we've been promised that's right, we've been promised a new song. Now my mom, who's now 87 years old, uh, has told me all along that she can't sing. And she's told her friends that. And while she may think she can't sing, I've heard her sing um, the hymns of the faith. And I can tell you that her um, singing is a joyful noise unto the Lord, just as we're told to give. Here in Revelation chapter 5, verse 9, we read this. And they sung a new song. And when we get to glory, by the way, uh, we won't have to worry about our singing ability. It will be perfect. And they sung a new song, saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof, for thou wast slain, and hast redeemed us to God by thy blood out of every kindred, and tongue, and people, 
and nation, and hast made us unto our God kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. This is that new song. The new song. And the song had lyrics, had words. You are worthy to take the book and open the seals thereof, speaking of Jesus Christ, giving him praise. For you, Christ Jesus, was slain and has redeemed us to God by thy blood out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation. In the new year, may we have the enjoyment of our new life in Christ, living for him each and every day. Thank you for joining us today for this edition of the Bible Class with Dr. Kenneth C. Hill. You may reach us by email by going to our website at whcbradio.org and sending us an email on the Contact Us link. That's whcbradio.org. If you prefer to go through the mail, you can send your question to the Bible Class. WHCB, Post Office Box 2061, Bristol, Tennessee, 37621. That's the Bible Class, WHCB, Post Office Box 2061, Bristol, Tennessee, 37621. You may also call us at 423-878-6279. Until our next Bible Class program, we are trusting that the Lord will richly bless you as you serve Him.